Are you ready to turn your investments into retirement income? Listen in as Jeremy Kyle and his guests reveal ways you can make smarter retirement, investment, and tax planning decisions to achieve your ideal retirement. You will learn more about your money so you can feel better about your money and make better money decisions. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Retirement Revealed. I'm your host, Jeremy Kyle, and we're here to turn your retirement savings into a consistent income. Today, I'm joined by my producer, Eric Johnson. Eric, how are you doing today? I am doing great, Jeremy. Thanks for having me back. You got it. And we're talking today about how to fix America. I think somehow the two of us might be able to do it, right? Absolutely. 20 minutes, tops. Why not? Well, I think we're we're talking today about Social Security, and that's a trillion-dollar situation going on. So we're bringing back Larry Kotlikoff. He was on our show earlier, and we asked him. He was so gracious. We said, hey, we're talking about Social Security later on. You are, I'm going to call him the, the number one expert on Social Security in America. Can you help us out here? Give us some thoughts on Social Security. And he did. And so we're going to play that for you guys right now. So listen to Larry Lukoff here talking about Social Security, and we'll be talking soon. Larry, everyone thinks Social Security is broke, but most people think broke means zero. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Social Security is not going to zero, but there, there's still a big problem. I'm curious, how would you how would you go about fixing Social Security? Well, Social Security is entirely broke. It's $61 trillion in the red. It's unfunded liability. If you take the entire projected stream of benefit payments and you subtract the projected stream of tax revenue plus the trust fund, and you do this in what economists call present value. So you take into account the fact that dollars in the future are not the same as dollars today in terms of their value in the present. You find that there's a $61 trillion fiscal gap between the two gap. That's reported by the Social Security in Table 6F1 of the Trustees Report of Social Security that came out a couple months ago. So it's not my number. It's the actuaries of Social Security. That's three years of GDP. That's three times the official debt. So we have all the office book, off the books liability uh, debt just for Social Security that's enormous, that means that uh, our kids are going to have to either experience much lower benefits or pay much higher payroll taxes unless we uh, you know, raise payroll taxes right now, for example, on ourselves or cut benefits. And I don't see that happening given the politics. So what would I do? I would, um, and there's a book on my website, kotlikoff.net called You're Hired, which is, I don't know if you know, Jeremy, but I ran for president as a writing candidate last uh, in 2016. And the main, main idea was to write a, a platform that would say how economists would fix the system, fix everything we're talking about. So once I did not win, I transformed this platform into this book called You're Hired. You can download it for free at kotlikoff.net. Anyway, in that uh, book, I, uh, I said, look, um, what we should do is freeze the current social security system in place. It's broke. It's promising things that it can't deliver. It's outdated. It's unequitable. It's sexist. It's got a zillion rules about 13 different benefits. It's ridiculously complicated. And uh, what we should do is retire Social Security by filling zeros in people's earnings records so that when they retire, you, for example, Jeremy, when you hit retirement age, you would uh, get benefits just on the contributions you've made up till now, not your future. You wouldn't accrue any additional benefits. So we'd freeze the current system in place, pay off what we owe but then have you and everybody else contribute 10% of your pay to a personal account. 
and the contributions would be divided, divided between you and your spouse 50-50. The government would make matching contributions on behalf of the poor. All the Here's a key thing. All the money would be invested identically. All the money would be pooled and invested by my laptop in the global financial market at no cost. Wall Street would have no role in this. Would There'd be no fees. And then at retirement age, and by the way, the government would guarantee a zero real return on the global investment portfolio so that at retirement age, you would have at least what you put in adjusted for inflation. And then that money would then be gradually converted by my laptop on a cohort by cohort basis into inflation index bonds. And you'd be paid off in proportion to how much you'd accumulated. That would be a modern social security system. Mm-hmm. You'd have a stream of payments that was continuing until you died. It would be fully funded. You'd be able to see every day where you were. And uh, we would be having you uh, invest at no cost in the global market. Yeah. I like what a lot of what you're saying here. Uh, what's interesting, I, I talk to clients and, and investors, retirees all the time. And one of the things I hear from them all the time is, you know, I paid into this. I deserve to get what I paid in. And that's what you're saying is, yeah, you have paid in over time. You will get what you paid in over time. But look, that system's broken. We'll make sure you're invested in everything that uh, you have paid in. But let's stop adding on to the broken system. Let's come up with a, a different system, a new system. And I imagine there's countries that have already done this. I know there are countries that have done things like that. Can you give us a couple examples? Italy, for example, is a much better long-term fiscal shape than the U.S. Their official debt to GDP is about you know, one and a half times ours, but they, they've had four pension reforms, three of which have been very conservative in terms of being careful about future generations. So they've cut future benefits dramatically so that their unfunded liability is essentially zero. Their healthcare system is under control as a share of GDP. Ours is blowing up by the, according to the CBO Congressional Budget Office projections. So Italy's in longer and better long-term fiscal shape than the U.S. is by a mile. Germany's had uh, pension reform. Sweden has had pension reform. Chile's had pension reform. So Finland has accumulated a huge trust fund out of their North Sea oil to make sure that future Norwegians, when when that oil dries up, there's going to be something left for them. So there's lots of countries. New Zealand has a very solvent pension system. Canada does too. Most developed countries are being responsible and looking at the combined long-run total government fiscal gap, which is doing that calculation I mentioned, but for the entire fiscal enterprise of the federal government. And when you do that, you see that we're not one year GDP in debt. We're not three years GDP in debt, which is Social Security. We're about eight years. We are in just terrible, horrific Mm -hmm. long-term fiscal shape. And we need to have political leaders who do this, uh, what we call generational accounting, look at the overall imbalance here in sustainability of our finances and think about what that means for our kids. That's the generational accounting part of it and realize that this implies impossible burdens on them and then uh, use that framework to fix things so that we don't leave them completely indebted. Yeah, I like it. You, You get what you paid in. The system's broken. Let's stop adding on to it in a way that's not helpful. And let's go through and come up with something new. I'm going to say it's not quite new because like you said, there's so many countries that have already done this. And I'm, I'm curious, Larry, if you've looked into the Wisconsin retirement system, uh, we're out in Wisconsin. As far as I can tell, it's basically the only 
100% funded government pension system. And it's somewhat similar to what you've talked about, where you have a kind of a personal account system, it's invested into the market. And uh, basically you're guaranteed a minimum level of a monthly benefit. And if the market goes up, you get to uh, participate in that. And at this point, there's kind of a, a cost share into what the workers put in and what the employers put in. It sounds somewhat similar. I'm curious if you've looked at that or seen that before the Wisconsin retirement system. Federal thrift uh, savings plan. Yeah, like the thrift savings plan being so cheap. Uh, we could just enroll everybody, get free social security, enroll everybody in the TSP plan. It would not be that much different from what I'm proposing. But I think we have to make sure that the poor, the unemployed, the disabled, uh, the government contributes on their behalf and mm-hmm. then we have contribution sharing so that somebody who stays home to watch the kids doesn't end up uh, as they do under right now, you could be married for nine years and 364 days, get divorced and have no claim to your spouse's social security benefits because you got divorced a day too early. Mm-hmm. So that, that's when I say the system is sexist. It's sexist in about 20 different ways. Yeah. Uh, and there's, there's, I have a newsletter at Larry Kotlikoff.substack.com, which, uh, goes into all the details of the sexism of social security. People might want to go there and take a look. Yeah. And we'll have links to all that. We're going to talk through some more of it, but I appreciate you, Larry, giving us the solution is relatively simple. It's the, the hard part is getting people in charge to, to actually do something about it. But thank you for bringing forward this, basically the solution. This is, this, this takes care of a lot of things. It's Jeremy Kyle here, and I know you're listening to the Retirement Reveal Podcast because you want to learn more about making great retirement decisions. I've created a free video course for you to do just that. Head over to 5stepretirementplan.com and sign up to receive this video training right in your email inbox. We broke down our 5-step retirement plan into bite-sized videos so you can get started on the retirement, investment, and tax planning you need to create a consistent retirement income. Go to 5stepretirementplan.com Use the number or spell it out. You'll get there either way. Fivestepretirementplan.com. Thanks for listening. And now for the rest of the show. All right, Eric, I can definitely tell that Larry is well-educated and he's passionate. You know, he's talking about, uh, what do you say? 6F1 table of the trustees report. Like he is digging into social security and he's definitely somebody that is figuring out, doing the math, trying to see what's a fair way to go about it. And what I'm uh, excited too is that he's passionate. He kept talking about uh, how do he help the poor, the disabled, mm-hmm. the unemployed. Uh, he's on a big kick, and I can't blame him. I've seen this too, where uh, he calls Social Security sexist. He says if you're a stay-at-home wife, you watch the kids for 9.99 years, you get divorced, you get zero claim, zero ability to get any of that benefits that your husband was out working and earning. He gets to keep all that. You get zero claim on that at all. So he's he's definitely you know, put some thought, some research, some passion on it, on how do you help Social Security with all Americans, but especially, you know, the people that probably Social Security was really designed to help the, the widows, the poor, the disabled, and so forth. Yeah, I have one sentence just kind of reeling in my head from him, and that was, we're in a terrible, horrific, long-term shape. <laughs> yes, yep. Well, he doesn't, uh, descriptive. You know, he's very descriptive, and he, he lets you know, uh, yeah. which is which is good. And one thing that was great too, and it's interesting because so many people are afraid to talk about social security, to change social security. We help people with social security all the time. So we're researching social security all the time. Social security's had many changes 
uh, over the years. Usually it's a change where they kind of added on different benefits. But back in 1983, now we're talking 40 years ago, Social Security was adjusted because they saw, hey, there's a problem coming down the road, and they adjusted Social Security to make sure that there is a way to keep it around. You know, if you don't adjust things, it won't be around. It'll be a problem on there. And that's what they did back in 83. Although I was reading an article, we're going to link to it in the AARP uh, article in their bulletin, that back in 83, it was, they said, we'll make the changes and this won't be a problem again until 2056. They said it won't be a problem again for 70 some years. Well, guess what? It looks like it's a problem in 2034 with the Social Security Trust Fund Mm -hmm. running out. That is over 20 years earlier. And so thank goodness Social Security, we'll call it fixed before. And I, I got a feeling if they thought, you know, this will be a problem 70 years from now, that they kind of figured we'd figure it out by then. Well, guess what? It's less than 70 years. It's a problem sooner. We still haven't figured it out yet. Yeah, it's a little concerning that the, the folks that are in charge of the math are so off on their math. <laughs> that's true, too. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's interesting. Uh, you're right on. And because of that, I think that's why Larry, Dr. Kotlikoff, said, let's retire Social Security. Like, this is a big deal. This is a big problem. Almost basically, like, you can't fix it. Is is his approach saying if it if it's it's worked well enough, I guess, but the projections are so bad, let's just freeze it, make sure you get uh, and keep anything that you've earned, but then start fresh, start fresh. And I I like what he said there because it addresses a problem, it acknowledges a problem, and yet what I hear from people all the time is I've paid into Social Security, I paid into Medicare, I should get what I deserve, and who can disagree with that? And he's saying, go go for it. The government should honor all the promises they've ever made. And yet, why keep on making bad promises, right? Come up with a, a new way to go. Mm-hmm. And the, what he described there, we're in Wisconsin. Uh, what he described there is basically the Wisconsin retirement system, where you as a worker put in 5%, the company you're working for put in 5%. Yeah, you get a minimum payout on there and that's adjusted for inflation. And yet it's invested more in the stock market where it grows with mainly the American economy. American economy is doing all right, generally speaking, in the long run. And so it's your own personal account and addresses so many of the different things that are out there where you could have worked. Let's just say you worked and you paid in tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in Social Security and you died at 61 and you didn't even have a chance to file for Social Security. All that money you put into it, you never got out. Your spouse never got out. Your family not, never got out. And so he likes the idea that that personal account, which some people have been afraid of. That's kind of a, right? That's been uh, politically a, a tough thing uh, to do for people. But he's talking about just take a fresh approach. And I think that a lot of times when you're trying to fix America, you just need that fresh approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we've got some other uh, resources as well, too. And we're going to link to that AARP article I uh, referenced there. And there's also an actuary game. There's the Society of Actuaries are out there. They put together a game. I guess it gives you insight into what kind of games actuaries like if they're putting together a game about how to fix Social Security, you know? But uh, we'll link to that because it's it's interesting because a lot of people want to fix Social Security, but they haven't taken the time to think about how to go about doing it. But this game goes ahead and says, well, how would you go about doing it? And it gives you some thoughts and here's the ways. Do you adjust the full retirement age by one year or two year? Do you adjust the income taxes by, or the payroll taxes rather, by a certain certain dollar amount? And you can put things together. 
I'll give you a hint. If you're going to go play that game, which I think you should, it's worth looking into. There, I'll give you a hint. Uh, you can't fix it just by reducing benefits. You can't fix it just by raising taxes. You, you probably have to do one of each, if not more of each of there. Uh, there's a great quote in the AARP bulletin where uh, Reed Ribble, who's a former Republican congressman from Wisconsin, he says, any reform that's politically feasible requires things that both parties hate. And I think that's that summed up my thoughts on it for years of if both sides don't like what's going on with Social Security, you probably found a good solution. Hmm. Yeah, so we'll have links to all that in there. And that ARP article, which is interesting, I'm just gonna highlight some of those. They, they brought up nine different solutions. Uh, and here's one of them that I think most people don't quite realize is that when you go out and earn money, you make 10 grand, you make 50 grand, you make 100 grand, you're playing into your social security. But for 2022, when you get to $147,000 in wages, you stop paying into social security. So you can go out and make a million dollars, $10 million. You don't pay any more taxes than that person that made 147,000 in taxes. Right. And that's just an interesting thing where, I don't know why it was ever set up that way, but for some reason, the taxes on social security stop when you get to a certain dollar amount. And that right there is a way that you can help adjust and make social security more solvent. But uh, another part of the article is talking about just the differences, you know, back in 1940 or so, when social security was basically getting kicked in, Americans live about seven years longer than they did 80 years ago. And yet that full retirement age only changed from 65 to 67. So it seems like, oh yeah. my goodness, that's something that has to be addressed. And also too, they said back after World War II, there were eight workers for every person retired. Well, that's kind of an easy fix, right? If eight people are putting in 15% of the income, well, there you go, that supports one person that's, that's retired. Well, now it's only two and a half workers for every retiree. And so that's gotta be addressed somehow. And it's very interesting how everything pulls together. Like social security could be a tax situation. It could be a benefit situation. And yet I think it just adds, adds up to those two things right there. There's less people working compared to the retired uh, in America and there people are living longer. You gotta address both of those. And thinking that your side is gonna fix just one piece of it uh, is not gonna be the, the solution. You gotta go to play that game and look at how you've gotta take kind of from both sides and say, what's a way to change the benefits? I don't wanna use the word reduce, but change the benefits. And what's a way to change the way that the taxes go along there too? Well, as I don't think anybody listening to this would would be able to say, hey, I think in the next 10 to 15 years, people are gonna live less. Medical advancements, technology advancements, that's always going to be advancing and it's gonna be advancing at a faster and faster pace. Therefore, in, in my this is just my opinion, people are gonna live longer, faster, if that makes sense. And so it's just gonna get worse if we don't do something now. Right, that's exactly it. And uh, I suppose one thing that's uh, positive about this 2034 projection is we're getting closer and closer. It seems like Americans, seems like Congress can't uh, make any changes unless there's a problem right in front of them. So I suppose uh, kind of the fail safe is that, thank goodness the problem is right in front of us, or at least some point <laughs> it'll be like truly right in front of us. We still got some time, but, uh, Definitely when it comes to social security, it's it's a situation where people are living longer, there's more retirees than there were 
years and years ago when it was set up and to think that you can ignore it and to think you can ignore what's happened the last 80 years in terms of that and think that, uh, well, it's not going to continue on. Of course it will. Like you said, you know, people are living longer. Uh, there's less uh, immigration. There's less birthing rates in America. You know, this is, you can see it. And that's why uh, Larry's talking about this is, look, the numbers are there. And just, uh, it's kind of what we talk about with people when they are doing their own uh, financial planning. You can do the math, right? A lot of people make financial decisions without doing any math, right? The, the math's there on Social Security. And then we'd say, well, the next step is usually to follow the math, right? All the math is done there. Larry and a whole bunch of others have done math on Social Security. And we probably ought to follow that math and go along with the ways that the math is suggesting to, to fix a problem as big as Social Security. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, we're getting there. We have fixed America so far, I think, uh, Eric. We talked about healthcare with Dr. Daniel Sim. We've talked about the uh, income tax with Larry Kotlikoff, and we've, we've solved Social Security, I think, today with Larry Kotlikoff. And we'll be talking about how to fix American politics, which is probably the biggest problem of all. We'll be doing that next. Yeah, definitely the largest problem. High five, Jeremy. You did a great job fixing America. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're three quarters away there. I think uh, we're doing right. Yeah, appreciate you helping me out. <laughs> Anytime. You got it. Well, thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. We believe if you know more about your money, you will feel better about your money and you will make better money decisions. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.